We're back in the booth for episode 16 of the Vice Verified Podcast. Welcome back, Vikings Nation. Episode 16 of the Vikes Verified Podcast. We are hopping in to some free agency draft talk. You know that season's heating up, so we're going to give you all things related to that for Vikings. And we're just going to dive right into Kyle Rudolph and Anthony Barr. So for me, I'll start off with Barr. Uh, He was quoted to be said that he is anti any sort of restructure per Darren Wolfson. So for me, with the $15 million cap hit next year, um, it's becoming more likely that he will be released or traded. I would hope that we could trade him somewhere like the Jets or just a team that needs another linebacker. But where we're at right now with our cap space, I just it's going to be hard for us to pay $15 million. So uh, I could definitely see even Eric Wilson bringing Bob brought back too as he's a free agent he's going to be a little cheaper. So it's going to be interesting to see who they kind of pick and choose there at the linebacker position. But with us already paying Kendricks at a high rate, um, I'm just surprised to hear that Barr's not willing to accept any type of restructure because I really would like to keep him around. I totally agree. What's happened in Vikings Nation? We're in here for a re-sign talk free agency. Anthony Barr, been a hot topic lately. It's been a little bit of a busy offseason so far regarding Vikings players. Uh, certainly going to be hard to pay him the $15 million. Totally agree. And if we look at things from the opposite side of the spectrum, can we really blame Anthony Barr for not wanting to restructure due to the fact of how poor the Vikings defense performed without him? That's definitely a big incentive for him in this contract negotiation. He can point out that, you know, we're a bottom-ranked defense this year without him. He does do a lot of things for this defense. So um, he's a glue guy for us in the middle, I think, and he's an experienced guy. He's a signal caller. Um, He does a lot for the defense, but... At the same time, he does have trade value. So we're going to see what ends up with him this offseason. I would not be surprised to see him moved, but it would be tough for me to see. And if we can in any way maybe talk him out of this mindset and maybe try to get a deal done, I think that's still on the table for Rick. Well, Zimmer's definitely got deep ties to him being his first first first-round draft pick. So that's one of the things that makes me, uh, if he does stay, I think that's a huge reason. But just the cap space or the cap hit just doesn't make sense to me in my mind but Zimmer does have really a love for Barr and what he does and he does provide a lot for this defense so it's really going to come down on who they want to get rid of Um, and there's other guys like uh, Anthony Harris and stuff that we'll touch on here soon too but the Vikings got some moves to make absolutely and Barr being Zimmer's first first round pick we've already seen the attachment he has to Minnesota signed a deal with the Jets inked it he was going to go there and he you know, had one night of sleep where he woke up and said, this doesn't feel right. I want to stay in Minnesota. His best friend and roommate, Eric Kendricks, playing alongside him. That is a dream come true for childhood friends playing middle linebacker together. So he definitely has ties to Minnesota. And I think at the end of the day, he does want to be here. So that will definitely be a part to play in the contract negotiations because he is pretty loyal to Minnesota. Yeah. Another guy on our list is Kyle Rudolph. He's uh, another candidate to be either released or restructured. Nick, how are we feeling about him? You know, Rudy, I got this to say to you. It's been a good run, my guy. Um, he has done so much for us with the tight end position over the past 10 or so years. Been a star since he got drafted out of Notre Dame. Physical specimen. He's always had reliable hands and has played his role so well. So, so well. But sadly, I think it's time to move on. 
Yeah, I'm going to miss the one-handed catches in the back of the end zone and what he brought on and off the field for us. I truly loved having him as a Viking, but just another cap situation that doesn't make sense, and, and we're at the point that we have to make some tough decisions and finally let some people walk that have been here for a while. And I think he's one of the most likely to do that, Just so, especially with Irv Smith and Tyler Conklin um, emerging. I just think there's less need for him these days. Yes, there is less need for him, and we can't lie, Vikings fans. He has lost a step. He has lost a little bit of explosiveness after the catch. But you look at his resume as a Viking, um, multiple-time Pro Bowler, Walter Payton Man of the Year nominee multiple times. He's done so much for this team, and it would be sad to see him go. But Vikings fans, I think we can count on him being gone this offseason. Moving on to the safety position, though, Harrison Smith and Anthony Harris both have some moves to be made when it comes to the Vikings. Uh, Harrison Smith is looking to get extended, which he very well should. He's our best player on our defense if um, and has been here for years and been a staple on this defense for us. But Anthony Harris is an even more intriguing one in the fact that are we going to bring him back or let him walk? To me, he's the most interesting free agent that we have this offseason. Uh, we franchise-tagged him last year, kept him around. But it's going to be really interesting to see how they're committed to the safety position and if they can replace him or not. So... Nick, how do you how do you think it shakes out? Well, I got three words for the Harrison Smith situation, and that's going to be lock him in. Harrison Smith needs to be a Viking for life. Um, I think Vikings fans, we can all agree to this statement. He's been just the guy holding down the secondary for years now, and ever since he came out of Notre Dame, has just been a mainstay in this defense. I say get whatever deal needs to be done. Harrison understands that we don't need to overpay for him. He's committed to this team, and I think he'll take a healthy deal for this team, and we can get him locked back in and just lead these young guys once again and touching on Anthony Harris this has been a just a tough one to fathom all offseason long honestly for me while we still had him under contract I mean I think we should have flipped him at that point Mm -hmm. you look at the production going down a little bit last year I mean did have some high expectations and maybe didn't get the balls thrown to him so he didn't have the interception opportunities but numbers at the same time numbers were way down and we paid him on the tag so now it's like okay we're gonna have to pay you top safety money or you're gonna leave so Mm -hmm. I would let another team another team sign him he did great things for us and you look at him undrafted out of Virginia I mean what a story to come up to pro bowler starter and picking off Aaron Rodgers in the clutch like the guy was a stud for us there's no question but I think contract-wise and his situation, someone's going to pay for him, and I think we should let them do that. Yeah, I agree. It's tough. I mean, we've been saying that we got to get rid of some guys that have been around and been good players on this team, but we're at that point, and I think it's just time. His days are done here. Harrison, I'm totally game. I'm all in on re-signing him. Uh, to, uh, he should be a Viking for life, in my opinion, and someone that's going to anchor this defense till he retires. But uh, I think we're going to be seeing a replacement at the other safety position and potentially through the draft or free agency. If we, yeah, we just need someone on a cheap contract that's going to produce good numbers for us and gel with Harrison, Dantzler, Gladney, and the rest of those guys. Another point of interest for the Minnesota Vikings this offseason is going to be free agency see if we can bring in a couple guys to maybe fill some spots of guys who are going to be vacating the team like we just talked about so we got a couple targets in mind here in free agency we want you we want to know your guys' thoughts and who you want to bring in as well matt who do we have in our eyes that could potentially be a fit here in minnesota 
Well, I'll start with some bargain bin defensive line guys for us. Um, Roy Robertson Harris, 27-year-old defensive end who can play inside as well at defensive tackle. Uh, Really athletic, undrafted out of UTEP. But once he got on the Chicago Bears team last season, they placed last offseason, they placed a second-round tender on him, which says how how far he's came from being undrafted to placing that high of a tender on him. Uh, he's a guy who can get after the quarterback, very athletic. I think he'd fit in great with Andre Patterson and what he could do working with him. And he should be a pretty bargain deal for us, coming that he's uh, coming off injured reserve. He was injured for the last half of the season, and the Bears are said to be moving on from him. So he's a guy that I really like as a first candidate. And then Geno Atkins, former Mike Zimmer under Mike Zimmer's defense, defensive tackle, uh, again, he missed all of last season, but he is known to be a solid defensive tackle in the in uh, the run game and the pass. So for Zimmer to get him back in the fold, I think would be great. And again, coming off a whole missed season, we should be able to get him on a decent deal. Yeah, Geno Atkins is very intriguing. You look at the havoc that he has just wrecked all over the all over the league his entire career. I mean, has done great things against great quarterbacks and. It's just the question of does he have the juice left and do we really want to bring him in knowing that he might not he might have some health issues he might have some risks not being on the field so we need guys that are going to fill these voids and I think try to play all 16 games for us so a guy that missed the whole season last year a little bit iffy but the talent is definitely there another guy I'm looking at another Bengals guy 28 year old corner William Jackson the third um, corner who's got just the right amount of experience in my opinion he's got a nice four or five years under his belt has made some big plays in the national football league has just never really gotten a full season under his belt where he's had number one number two corner opportunities and responsibilities so i think if we brought him into minnesota he could mix in well with gladney and dantzler he's another rangy corner um fast guy we like his speed on the perimeter i don't know if he can return punts and kicks probably not but I think that he'd be a good depth guy to bring in, and the corner spot is definitely a position that needs to be addressed a little bit. Yeah, um, I really think that William Jackson would fit great in this defense. It's just going to come down to money, obviously, but if we can get our hands on him, I'm 100% in on getting him in a Vikings uniform. Keelan Cole's another guy we're looking at, former Jaguars wide receiver. Another guy who's made a fair amount of plays in his career and has good hands, good speed, looking for a new home this offseason, so... With the Vikings having their wide receiver three spot kind of up in the air with BB and Johnson uh, not really being able to heavily solidify themselves in the offense, Keelan Cole is another guy we can look at. But my bold prediction for this one, if we do bring him in, is he is a Tajay Sharp type receiver and someone that I don't think we'll see a ton of playing time. In my personal opinion, I think BB outworks him and takes the wide receiver three spot. You know, an underrated part to this whole uh, free agent signing, if we do bring him in, is his relationship with uh, McCardell, our new wide receivers coach. I believe that they have a good relationship, which could uh, give him a reason to come up here, keep working with them, uh, keep progressing. And to me, he's someone that does provide a little more upside than BB and has shown he can make plays when given the opportunity, not taking anything away from Chad. But I'm not opposed to this move at all, and I think it all comes down to McCardell mccardell's uh faith in him and how much he's going to tell zimmer and spielman to get him on the team or not absolutely and he's a guy who has returned punts and he has returned punts for touchdowns so i could see that also coming with bb proving to not be very uh efficient back there at punt returner so 
Keelan Cole, if we could get him in a punt returning role and maybe like a rotational receiver role, I could see him having a role here on this team, I suppose. Draft season is upon us, and we're going to bring you some Vikings draft talk and some mid-round sleepers that we think can be impact players. Guys like Cameron Dantzler, DJ Wanham. Nick, who are some of these guys? Some of these guys on my list right now, early sleepers for us. Jalen Twyman, defensive tackle out of Pitt. Shaka Tony, edge defender out of Penn State. Patty Fisher, linebacker out of Northwestern. Asante Samuel Jr., Florida State corner. And fresh out of the Pac-12, we got Javon Holland, safety out of Oregon. So we've been looking at these guys a little bit, all productive players that are projected in those third to fifth to six rounds even. And these guys could be impact players like Awanam, like a dancer, guys that we could find later that could immediately impact. So that's early on my list of sleepers. Um, What are we predicting that we end up doing in the mid-rounds here, Matt? Obviously, Trader Rick's going to make some moves. Which moves do you see and which moves do you like? To me, a guy that really stands out right away is Javon Holland. Due to the Harris situation, I think he could be a plug-and-play type replacement. Um, He may not be as effective and stuff, but I think he's a guy that would be a great pick in the mid-rounds. And then Asante Samuel Jr. got the bloodline. Had agree. Very big playmaker. Uh, He's a smaller corner, but I think he'd fit in well in the slot type uh, position, and he could really bring some playmaking ability to this defense. And then one guy that was not mentioned that I is uh, that I do like in the middle rounds is Jamie Newman, quarterback from Georgia, was at Wake Forest before this, but uh, really can move around in the pocket well, can play kind of that traditional uh, offense that we kind of implement, and is someone that could sit behind Kirk for a year and really uh, pay dividends next season if or this season if anything were ever to happen. Yeah, and I don't think looking at a quarterback in those mid to late rounds is a bad option. I mean, I think it's time. Yeah, get a guy under our belt. People reach for quarterbacks early for a second round, and then it really starts to taper off. So if we can find someone there in those mid rounds, like a Jamie Newman, I'm all for it. Try to groom a guy like that. But I think Rick is going to be all over these third and fourth round picks this year. We got two third rounders and three fourths. I think he's going to be flipping those and trying to move up into the early third, mid to late second as well. We're going to try to get back towards the top because all we really got is that 14th overall pick yep and then we're sitting there in the third and fourth round so do not be surprised matter of fact i can almost guarantee it that rick is going to be flipping a couple of these fourth third and fifth round picks and trying to move up like he usually does this is one of the biggest reasons i love rick spielman trader rick man he did a lot of work at the end of last season's draft and those trades really are going to pay dividends for us this upcoming draft we were able to trade back um, in multiple situations last year and accumulate multiple mid-round picks, which Finessing I yes, teams. which I knew Spielman would obviously use as ammo to move up. And now with the Yannick trade, it just makes so much sense. I 100% think we'll be making a move, uh, especially I think we'll use our third-rounders ex- with the fact that we have two. So I think we got to get back in the second round and get a cheap rookie contract that's going to fill a need. And do not be surprised if a player becomes involved in this package. I mean... Flipping maybe a fourth and Anthony Barr, third and Anthony Barr. Who knows what kind of value that could get us. We could even potentially get ourselves back into the late first, early second. So Yeah, there's um, definitely a lot of possibilities with the players. Yes, there's players that are on the table there, and it's going to be very interesting to see what Rick decides to do. But all I know is that he's got a lot of decisions to make right now and that we are going to continue scouting this draft class, and we can't wait to see what mid-round players are going to bring us value this year. 
I mean, guys like Stephon Diggs, fifth round. Uh, Eric Hendricks, even in the second, was a steal. And then Daniil Hunter in the third was just a ridiculous value. So Slick Rick can definitely uh, hit on these mid-round picks, and I believe in him in this upcoming draft. I think we're going to find a couple key cogs. And I think we're going to need at least two to three of them to play a big role for us this upcoming year. We need those cheap contracts, guys that are producing, so that we can keep our high-paid players on the field and healthy and have these young guys intertwine. Yeah, I think it's going to be a very similar approach to last season's draft, drafting players who are more plug-and-play, ready to go. And we can't wait for the NFL draft. Obviously disappointing with no NFL combine going on right now. A lot of pro day talk, a lot of guys to keep your eyes on. Stay tuned into Vikes Verified. Going to be bringing some film content soon. And we can't wait to keep covering the future of the Minnesota Vikings. As always, we appreciate the listen and would love to hear any type of feedback you guys have for us. But we're looking forward to bringing you this video content and a lot of draft and free agency Vikings news. Big announcements coming soon. Stay tuned. Skull.